Friday intro. Must mean it's Friday. Whatever day you're listening to the show, we're recording this on a Friday. It's one o'clock in Podcastville. Thank you for finding us and spending time with us. It's Eric. And as usual, Maddie's mom, Bethany, and Alex will be along shortly. She is handling a warm line call. And if you ever need any kind of uh, emotional support, emotional or psychological support, there is the warm line that you can call to talk to somebody 24 hours around the clock and get that kind of help so you don't wind up in a place you don't really need to be, like the ER. Um, Maybe somebody can talk you off the ledge or out of the anxiety or out of the funk that you may be in. Hey, Bethany, I have a quick question for you. Yes. There's a, there's a couple of things I got to say for, for the three of us to have a discussion, but I do want to fire off some things at you. One, would you ever listen to a 12-minute podcast? Yeah, I do all the time. Do you? What podcast do you listen to other than the ones that you're on? Um, I listen to, oh gosh, what are they called? I listen to, um, oh my God, what are they even called? There's one by Adam Conover. That he's the guy that does Adam Ruins Everything. And I listened to Ask Me Another, which is like an NPR uh, trivia game show, which they're actually going to stop after a couple more episodes. So that's sad. Um, what else? I don't know. Just like random ones. Do you, do you listen to the like the actual radio anymore? Uh, I do sometimes in the morning, but pretty much rarely. Hmm. How come? I uh, just like listening a bit, listening to podcasts. I like listening to people talk rather than right. music. Because if I, I or I put on my own music, just because the radio tends to be the same five songs over and over again, and it's not my not my drive. Yeah, if 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 we continue to talk about this and philosophize about it, I'm going to get upset. But I'll just say a couple of things. Um, I I am flabbergasted and I am also thankful because this keeps me employed to a degree. Like, I don't know who would be listening to the radio um, unless you don't have satellite or an aux cord. Other than that, I don't know if over-the-air radio, and that's like, like basically like across the country, like why you would listen to it considering the other options available. If you can plug your phone in or do satellite or whatever else. Yeah. But like, I have always been one of those people that likes like talk radio in the morning. So like all the morning shows and stuff, like obviously years before, like that I listen to all the time every day. Um, so like, I like, morning shows like that like talk radio in the morning just because I'm not ready for music yet and I like the the conversation um so like if that was on you know the radio that's what I would listen to I don't right. necessarily mean music um and I'm sure like there are good morning shows um that people still listen to so that's cool but the me you know and and we've had this conversation before I think I just feel like the selection of music is very small. And well, here's the, so it was always kind of a problem and here's inside baseball stuff. Um, it was always a problem for radio. People would tire of hearing the same songs over and over again. And that was because for the most part, 
people didn't spend that long of a time with the radio station. It was their commute, 20 or 30 minutes. Right, right. So whenever the, the goal was, whenever those people tuned in for that short period of time, they heard their favorite songs. Now, if you're yeah. sis- sitting listening to the radio all day long, yes, you're going to hear the songs repeatedly. Um, and that's why they're, that's why like the doctor's office stations, uh, you know, they have a larger playlist cause they know that that's where they get played and people are sitting there right. for a long period. So there was a lot of like that strategy, but pop music stations would always, um, rotate their songs really fast, like every hour or 90 or 75 minutes or 90 minutes because there was constantly people tuning in and out and it, it's a broadcast and there are tens of thousands or more listening to particular radio stations. So it was always a problem. Even though people didn't like the repetition of the songs, even though they were their favorite songs, they would still they would still listen and they would mostly tolerate it. And then when they got to a point of when they really hated a song, um, one, they were probably a super user of that station, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. Two, or two, or they just they went to another station until you know something less tiresome came on, and then playlist stuff came along spotify pandora whatever else um where like that it's almost while that stuff is a i mean everything is a competitor for everything else um we're in the we're in the attention economy like netflix is a competitor of um the radio and anything like that because it's it's attention it's time even if that's what you're gonna put on in the background yeah yeah um but it's not apples to oranges when it comes to traditional radio and playlists because for radio stations, again, it's a collective listening experience. When I talk in the microphone, I have to try to deliver content that I think most people will like. Um, some people might like the song I'm playing more than somebody else. But when it comes to a playlist, it's 1,000% personalized. You yeah. you don't have to sit through the same song that someone else loves, and you're just waiting for the one after that, hoping it's better. And that's why, like, it it's ugly for radio. Like, I, I'm typically a pessimist. I try to be a realist. And it's my job and my life, the, the podcast, and I thank you and, and Alex knows for, for doing it because, like, this might have to be a larger component of whatever's next to me because I don't know where radio is going to go. People have compared it to, like, FM radio, will it be what AM is now? And how soon could that happen? It could be pretty soon with, you know, because Maddie's never going to turn up, grow up and turn on the radio. I mean, she's an extreme example. But those kids at TSA, remember when uh, we did the little Zoom thing? I don't, yeah. think, I don't think any of them said they listened to the radio, but they did say they tune in because then they, they saw me. Like, that's that's why I love being out and doing school stuff. And, like, the stuff in the studio is secondary. I would much rather be out talking to people and get, like, eight minutes of their day now that, now that we've met. That's, like, the only thing that could maybe save younger formatted radio stations. Right. Yeah, it makes a difference when you know the person that you're listening to. You know, if it's just, like, a ghost voice, you're like, I don't care about this. But if you know who they are and you know who's talking, you're like, oh, like yeah, I'll listen because I, I know that person. That, um, that might be the only thing that can save FM from being AM really, really fast. Because those kids, you know, maybe, maybe 
TSA graduates or like younger kids who are in college, the, they soon will be in the money buying demo and, you know, all things are things so that they can create advertising or generate revenue. And if they have no relationship with the radio, like with FM radio, like it's over. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, I grew up listening to the radio in the morning like that's what my parents would put on so that's what I grew up with and then that's was the habit that I started doing when I was driving um I would listen to CDs every once in a while but I would just turn on the radio because it was the most convenient I didn't have to find something else to listen to but yeah you're right I mean if it's not people at the at their fingertips have exactly what they want when they want it so you know you have to keep it interesting enough to for somebody to want to turn it on and that that's hard yeah that that's why like i have what i do now over the air is 1000 percent different from what i've done at every place at every stop in my career um because it was usually you know lighter stuff funny stuff right. juvenile stuff speaking of juvenile stuff alex is here hello alexandria <laughs> hi um, we're just talking just about... Just because I'm the youngest out of you doesn't make me a juvenile, you old fart. <laughs> it was just a timely joke. But, um, <laughs> Bethany, all I do now, and I, I don't know if you've ever turned on the show or whatever, but, like, it, maybe there's an entertainment note here and there. I try to do food stories because people like fast food and junk food stories. But right. every, everything I do is local. Even if it's, like, just, um, like, I, I saw today that O'Shea Jones, she's a female boxer from Toledo... And she's in the Olympics. She's going to fight on Tuesday. Like mm-hmm. eight years ago, I never would have made that a, any kind of a deal. But now it's going to be a deal on the over-the-air show because, again, that's the kind of connectivity that we can still have. What I do, it's local. Yeah, I mean, that—that that is the other important thing and, and part of what I think works really well is when it's, it's something... You know, you're listening to something that's local, that's relevant to you, that keeps you engaged. The same reason you would turn on the radio if you knew the person talking. Like, you you know, you're, you're going to understand and relate to the content because they're talking about things that you know about. Yep. Um, that you've grown up with, so. Alex, we were talking about how in, like, five years I'm going to be taking warm line calls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. I don't want to talk about it. No, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Okay, so there is a little bit of breaking news. Um, I don't have a corny morning radio sounder, Bethany. But um, (laughs) TPS is requiring, they're going back five days a week, but K through eight, put your mask on, um, and they will monitor infection rates and adjust as needed. So, uh, yeah, pre-K through eighth will be required to wear face coverings while in school. Also, any student that uses transportation has to wear one as well. They're encouraging high school students and staff members to wear masks and face covering, particularly those who have not been vaccinated yet. Um, I read this and I'm like, yeah, this makes complete and total obvious sense. If you would have asked me a couple of days ago, I would have had to really think about it. But Alex, help me out here. I'm going to guess that a very large portion of the TPS population is not willing or unable to get vaccinated. So this is a smart move. I would say not willing. I'm sure that they're eight. Well, maybe if you say because they're minors that they're not able then because they have to have parental consent. But I would say definitely unwilling. But also even the ones, again, that are vaccinated, that lack of trust is there for the vaccination. And it's there for folks 
who are just being around folks, if that makes any yeah, sense. That's what I mean. Like you're, you're talking yeah. about, I, I don't know what the uh, minority, or the black percentage of TPS is, but I'm pretty sure the whole district is um, on getting assisted or free lunch or free lunch. And that's usually a sign of lower income. And I, I don't want to be too general, but I know that there is mistrust in the black community of vaccines and rightly so. Um, for a variety of reasons and probably also in the in lower income families, regardless of color, because I think a lot of those people are the ones who read stuff on Facebook and go, fucking Fauci made that in Wuhan and I'm going to trust that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so mess the kids up. When you, and, and there's also like a little bit of a different live, like living circumstance. So like if you are somebody that's lower income and you're living in like a not so great neighborhood, you live around people that don't take great care of their selves, their bodies, their homes. And that's, that's a sign of like not being clean, like cleanliness, you know? So like you may be more likely to wear a mask around somebody just by how they're presenting, not just by, you know what I mean? You know, not just by if they're vaccinated or not. Multi-generational yeah. families too in Correct. one house. Correct. So, you know, now that I've sussed all the set, I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. Bethany, what's, what's the plan for T, uh, for TSA? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know if we've made a definitive uh, decision about that, but I have not stopped wearing my mask. Mm. Um, I still wear my mask in the store. I wear my mask in uh, public places that I feel are, you know, have more than more people than I'm comfortable with. Um, sure. I, I haven't stopped. I mean, I have a little one at home that obviously can't get vaccinated and that's one of the reasons, but also yeah. like, I just had a year of less illness and I was like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm not, I'm going to keep wearing my mask. Well, you're, um, you're, you're super- and I, I, I think it's super smart to have the kids wear masks. Um, I don't know what the fall is going to look like. And I think it, this isn't over. I mean, I, I don't, I don't anticipate getting locked down. I don't anticipate going back to anything like the last year was just because there's too many people that are not going to let it happen um, at this point. But I'm going to do what I can do to keep myself and my family safe. And I don't care about anybody else. So that's <laughs> right. kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, I'm gonna, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Y'all can do what you're going to do. But I think I think it's smart to to mask the kids up because we already know that schools in the fall and the flu season is a hot mess, and uh, I I I think it's a good idea. We I got, hope they the kids actually do it though. We got a uh, an internal thing here, and I guess this was a, also a, a public statement. So uh, a guy in the company works for an. Uh, uh, talk station, conservative, because mostly they are, conservative talk station in Nashville, and he is uh, currently fighting for his life. Like, this was a Newsweek story. So I guess this guy is a a pretty big deal. His name is Phil Valentine. He got the virus over a week ago. He's been hospitalized. Um, Statement went on to say, Phil would like to let his listeners know, while he's never been an anti-vaxxer, he regrets not being more vehemently pro-vaccine. Please continue to pray for his recovery. And in all bold caps, please go get vaccinated it's kind of it's another echo of the story that we saw earlier this week where um the nurse whoever was talking about like people who are about to be intubated so that they could breathe better and they're like can i have the vaccine now and the lady's like too late which again i would love to be the too late person to take that 
uh, weight off the shoulders of these very likely empathetic nurses and healthcare people, I'll be like, too late. Sorry. You, you can 50- take take like a cleaning job and be in there changing a trash can and, and listen, like eavesdrop and then just cut in. Too late, bitch. Yep. <laughs> too late. Um, yeah, it seems like it's getting worse. And this was to be expected. Uh, we can only hope that this Delta variant that's um, very contagious and I don't know about deadly, but obviously it's spreading amongst people who are unvaccinated. We got to hope that it doesn't mutate and mutate and infect or affect those of us who are healthy, safe and vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, one yep. more kind of serious thing. I know Bethany hates this shit, so I try to limit <laughs> it. Um, but then, then we'll dive into the real fun things. There is a bit of a mystery that I fell into this morning, and hmm. Bethany has to do her walk of shame. But first, um, <laughs> the Cleveland baseball team, as teased yesterday after saying they considered like a thousand names, I guess surprisingly, they didn't give a timeline to it, but they announced their new name this morning. It's kind of a crappy logo, but they're called The Guardians. And there was an intro video on their Twitter with the Black Keys and Tom Hanks. And Alex, it's something about people's pride for the city and also some landmarks as well near highways. Yeah, there's a bridge that takes you from downtown Cleveland to the west side of Cleveland. So you're going... Um, like when you're in downtown, when you're going over to the West side. So if you have ever been to Ohio city or the West side market, um, it takes you from Ohio city to downtown and vice versa. There's really big, um, kind of statues that have been there for a really long time of guardians. It looks like they look like Spartans, if that makes any sense. They have on helmets and I think they're holding a sword. It's like, um, it reminds me of, in Game of Thrones and like whatever season it was at the very end when Arya was arriving into um, Bravos, yeah, when she was coming into Bravos and there's those gigantic statues. It's the same thing. So they're the guardians of the city they've been known as. So as soon as I saw guardians, I knew it was named after that. So like if you're from Cleveland, then you knew, you know, right away, like you get it. It makes sense. But I agree. The logo is kind of ugly, but I appreciate it. I'm here for it. Yeah, there's a lot they could have done with Guardians, Um, and it's surprising that they didn't get more imaginative, but usually with these things, it's hard to get the majority of people, especially those on the internet, to be Mm -hmm. happy about it. Um, So I would would avoid the internet today, because it's going to be people saying... (laughs) It's woke. This is so stupid. Yes. Like, like, let's let's walk this back a little bit. I I don't know. Like, I I get that uh, the red-faced Chief Wahoo Wahoo was insensitive um, and racial, red-faced, all that nonsense. Like, with the Redskins. Like, I completely understand that. Um, I don't know how insensitive and upsetting Indians was, but I do know that... The mascot, the people, um, they didn't call themselves Indians. We just kind of called them that. Correct. And, like, and I say we like from like half a millennium ago. Um, so we just made that up and that's not who they are. That's why, again, I think, Alex, we talked about why it's okay to be the Florida State Seminoles. That's the name of the tribe. So um, so the, it reminds me, I learned in a um, diversity and inclusion training that the term Hispanic was created by the U.S. government and is not an appropriate way to refer to a person, a Latino. But Hispanic was created like because of the census, because of the U.S. Census Bureau. 
So like, let's name a team the really? the the Florida Hispanics. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing. I, somebody had to explain it to me as well because I was like, that's right. You don't refer to them as Indians. You refer to them as Native Americans. So let's not make a team name out of it. I get it. We're and, not going to be the Cleveland Caucasians. And, like, right. it's well, not going to go. You could be. I have no problem with that. Um, and, and look, there there are other uh, teams that are named after like peoples. Like the Mets are the Metropolitans, like people who live. Right. The Phillies are Philadelphians. But I get, and I'll, Alex, I'll walk the Native American thing back like, farther they're only native american because we called it america yep. <laughs> like yeah so i i'm all f- for the change and everything and i i have ever since the redskins thing popped up years ago i'm like cha-, like the owner was so indignant about it. i'm like change the fucking name make it a good name and you will sell out like so much merchandise it's a great opportunity to sell stuff which is exactly maybe why they'll play better teams. wait which team the redskins <laughs> they, they won the division last year I, I know, but, like, I just remember, like, growing up, like, my dad was a huge Redskins fan, and then his best friend was, like, a Dolphins fan, so, like, those were, like, the two teams that I grew up with, because that was, like, <clears throat> their thing, and then just all of a sudden, like, Redskins never won, and I was like, well, well. yeah, in the I was mi- like, might as well change the name, because they are not winning now. In the early 80s, and, <laughs> I'm sorry, in, the, in all the 80s, in the early 90s, the Redskins were really good. And yeah. your dad's friend was in the Dan Marino era, so yeah. Um, Guardians is the name. The logo hopefully is a false start, and they'll be like, "We're just kidding," because um, it's not very inspiring. But yeah, it'll probably it'll probably change. Like, yeah, I would have loved. I doubt you could do it, but like, there's names in Cleveland that people will always remember. So like, that it's not Progressive Field; it's the Jake, and it's not. Um, Quick and Loans Arena, it's the Gund Arena, but it's, you know what I mean? Like all of these names, like Cleveland Municipal, like we remember all of that. So it could have been something clever like that where it was meaningful for all of us. But at the same time, I am on the side of progression. And so I agree that it needed to be changed. So I'm I, like, I'll read the comments because it's entertaining to me. Like it's not going to, this is not one of those things where it's going to make me angry. I'm just going to laugh at all the people that are angry because it's like, you should probably get over it, you know? Yeah, that'll go over well. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I just leave laughing emojis on all the angry people? Um, that would make I'm me like, no better. I'm like, take that aggression and get on eBay and sell all your Cleveland Indians <laughs> merchandise that's now outdated. Yeah. Um, you know. uh, all right. Fun stuff. First things first. What did I? Uh, so I, I think Amanda had mentioned this to me before with uh, YouTube stardom when I was asking like what her son likes and how do people, how do kids get addicted to certain things and uh, I'm going to leave this one to Bethany and I know a tiny bit about it but if you didn't know, now you know um, Blippy is here tomorrow at the Huntington Center. Shut up, is he? Yes. Oh my god, I'm texting Michelle right now. Blippy? Girl, Blippy is the shit. Blippy is the shit. I bought Colin Blippy underwear for his birthday, and he got a Blippy doll for Christmas. Blippy is this strange white man that looks like Bill Nye and um, Pee Wee Herman, and he oh goes. God. He's got like a YouTube channel, and he does like cool shit on his YouTube channel. Um, and Colin absolutely loves Blippy. Like Blippy is the like everything for him. Never heard of him. 
Blippy not is, familiar with his work. I so I remember like JoJo came here a couple of years ago, right? Well, yeah, I know JoJo. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think Blippy is for kids slightly younger than the those that are into JoJo. But yes, Blippy is here tomorrow. I text her right now. Like, did you know Blippy was in town? Like, they're just cramming stuff into <laughs> venues at this point because everybody's back out and doing stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. The musical is 60 minutes long with a 20-minute intermission. There's trained actors, not Steve and John. We'll play Blippy and his sidekicks, um, such as Mo the Mechanic. It'll involve, it'll involve a lot of dancing and a lot of singing and a lot of back and forth between Blippy and the audience. Oh, so it's not the main character who is right. Blippy. Um, oh. Tickets are Wait, four- that doesn't make any sense. Look, they're three years old. They have no idea. Sure, okay, that's true. A three-year-old is going to know if the main character of what they're watching is not coming on stage. No, that no, would be like definitely not. World and not it's, seeing Mickey Mouse. It's an Blip- act, it's an actor portraying Blippy. Oh, okay. Tickets are forty to fifty dollars. Yeah, Michelle just texted back. She said it's stupid expensive and it's not even the real Blippy. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> so if I go ahead, girl, go off. If I go on the air today and say it's not the real Blippy, am I ruining? <laughs> am I ruining Christmas? I don't know if you're ruining Christmas, but I think the parents will be like, "Okay, I don't feel so bad not taking my kid." Like it's not actually Blippy. But the kids wouldn't know. Colin would absolutely know. He knows Blippy. That's insane. I've never even heard of him. Um, all right, next thing. Um, Bethany, it's time for your walk of shame. Um, do you even know what place Maddie came in in the cutest kid contest? No. No. Do you I want me don't care? Do you want me to find out? Yeah, but I care. Sure, you can you can find it. She's probably in last place. That's pathetic. Like that means that strangers didn't think your kid was cute. Okay, well, perhaps your radio station should have made it easier to vote because I barely got through to vote once and I was like, it's not worth it. What was the problem? You had to like log in, but then it like wouldn't let you log in. Or if you logged in, like it was just, it was very convoluted and complicated. And I was like, nope, forget it. Yo, the Cassandra lady with the little Raina kid voted. Okay. I, I'm proud of them. I mean, you can totally use that. It was too hard to vote rather than, I contributed lousy DNA to Josh's offspring. I mean, clearly she wasn't cute enough. <laughs> All right. You know, they should have a they should have a contest of like how much does my kid look like me and then somebody needs to submit Ice T and his daughter. I don't is, is it real? <laughs> that little girl is funny looking cuz she looks so much like him. She looks like a grown man. <laughs> is, is, is the picture yes. real? Yes, because I went on to Coco's Instagram and I looked at old pictures and she really does look just like him. It's insane. Okay. Um, Bethany, I mean, I'd love to ask Josh if knowing that uh, Maddie didn't do well in the contest, if he if he has questions now about having procreated with you. But the reality is that kid looks a lot like you, at least from the nose up. I mean, it's coming. Every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, she looks like me. No, but I still, like, I don't even, like, it doesn't even register that, like, she's my kid sometimes. You know, it's just weird. <laughs> that seems bad. Are you so surprised you have a kid? No, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, and I think, I don't know. I, it's, it's, 
it's been so crazy. Like, so she'll be a year old in basically two months, which just blows my mind. And like, I just sit there and I'm like, I have a kid. Like, she's my kid. Like, grew inside me, came out of me, is my child. Has I've kept her alive for a year. And it's just like, it's one of those things that just, it blows my mind. Like, it still doesn't feel like it's real. Are you going to be one of those parents that, like, when Maddie is older, you're like, you know, we conceived you on a passionate night when it was cold outside and and just before Halloween, are you going to be one of those parents that shares all the unnecessary no. details? No, 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 no. no. I, I had no, 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 I had no. those parents. It was disgusting. I, I'll no. share stuff. I'll tell Maddie when she's old enough. I was like, your mom was podcasting while you were trying to come out, and yeah, yeah, she was basically like smoking a cigarette and having coffee while you were trying to rattle out of that thing. Um, I'll never yeah, forget. Yeah, I could I, only feel my upper body, and I'm talking to you about it. I will never forget that Friday morning, and <laughs> we're me, Floyd, Alex. Were I, I think Floyd was there. Alex, I'm pretty sure Alex was there. Yeah. And Phil, wasn't Philip there too? Yeah, he was. I think that was a day with all of us. That's a lot. And I'll you're like, yeah, I'm I'm good to go. I've been in labor since like 11 or something. I'm like, <laughs> all right. And then you, then you just got too trippy. And but that was a morning. Um, I've been talking to Tracy because she's due like now, and oh, wow. um, she had posted. She sent me pictures of me and Paul when we were very little, and there's a picture of my dad that I'll have to send you. And I don't know if he's giving me a bottle or Paul a bottle. I don't know. And then Tracy's like, "This is what uh, this." Is, I said, this, "She said this is what Paul's gonna look like." I keep teasing Paul with this. I'm like, okay. Um, she was asking me about my baby book. And she thought it was lost or lost at the house. And I'm like, no, I have it. Um, I might have shown you guys some pictures of my baby book. It's most like the dog is laying next to me most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Tracy, like, yeah, I've, I've showed people pictures. I've looked through the baby book. Um, <laughs> and I was basically like my mom's ashtray because it was 1980. <laughs> and I, I literally think that there is cigarette smoke Next to my head in some of these pictures. The baby book absolutely smells like cigarette smoke. But my mom was basically... I was treated like an ashtray until I was able enough to, uh, old enough to walk away from it. My yeah, I mean, that. that was the time, though. Yeah. The, the 80, yeah. Exactly. When you go out to a fast food restaurant and the smoking section was one booth next to the non-smoking section. Like, my mom was a smoker, and I'm pretty sure she was still hiding the fact that she was smoking while she was pregnant <laughs> and or after I was born. So it's totally fine. That's why you ain't got no hair when you were a baby. <laughs> it all I makes think that's sense. why I'm so short. She's stunning my growth, but <laughs> oh god. Um, how was Georgia last week? Um, fine. So okay. not so not great. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, I would say it didn't go as planned. Like, I I had this grand vacation planned in my head and that's not how it played out but it was fine i'll just leave it at that so you don't want to it was fine divulge anything here on the podcast um i get it i get it did maddie (laughs) did maddie have a good time she seemed to like those donuts uh they were cookies 
No, Maddie had a Maddie had a great time. Um, she did better in the car than the adults did. Good for her. Um, she yeah she she had a great time. So that was fun. Who who did you all go down in one car? Because your mom and dad went too, right? Yeah, it was my mom and dad, Josh and I, and Maddie all in one car. What kind like, of car? Um, it was a Lincoln SUV. But it still only sits five people. <laughs> so yeah, Lincoln Navigator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Navigator. Was the travel arrangements part of the problem with it not being what you expected? No, that that part was fine. Um, and actually, for as crowded as we were in the car, it was okay because we got to share the driving, so it wasn't as bad. Right. Um. It just like our our living accommodations were oh. not as comfortable as I thought they were going to be. Um, so instead the, of an Airbnb, you got an Airbnb. <laughs> kind of. Mm. Um, the the itinerary wasn't as full as I thought it was going to be. But it was fine. We got to spend quality time together as a family. That's good. That was great. Yeah. Did your was your makeup salvageable? Oh yeah, that was fine. Alex, she had me run over her, to her house, and she's like, "I need a big favor." I'm like, "I'll go let the dogs out. Just relax." She's like, "No, there's a box of makeup on the on the front step." <laughs> oh, oh, did it rain? Yeah. No, listen. What oh, happened was it did rain. <laughs> I this was my last um, boxy charm box. Oh. I got as a gift like a six month subscription uh-huh. or whatever uh-huh. and so of course like the day after we left or something it was going to get delivered and I was like Grr! and I knew like it was going to be hot and wet and I was like if that sits outside for a week it's not it's not going to be good anymore right so thankfully he went over and put it in my house what kind of makeup like rampages have you been on lately I ha- I haven't, and actually, like that's why I, I just I can't uh, renew it because I rarely wear makeup right now. Like yep. it just kind of carried over from the pandemic. Like I wear my mask, and I'm like, whatever. Like during my pregnancy and after the fact, my face just hates me. Like I've never had acne in my entire life, and now all of a sudden. I had a kid and now my face breaks out. So it's just not even worth it for me. I'm just over it. Um, Be happy you so, didn't get any grays or your hair didn't start falling out. Oh, no, my hair completely <laughs> fell out. And I Did was gray it. before I got pregnant. But, oh. um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm not really in the makeup game. I enjoy the skincare that comes in, in the boxes. But uh, I'm not Good. either. I don't, I don't, I mean, I definitely wear, I still wear lipstick and stuff and I don't walk out the house without my eyebrows and mascara, but like everything yeah. else, man, I barely come like for special, for special occasions. I put it on obviously, um, but I haven't had that many special occasions to wear it. And uh, yeah, um, I'm still obsessed with it and I'm sure I, will still buy it even if I don't you'll wear get it, back into it one of those stupid things that I'm obsessed with but you'll, you'll get back into it um I have one a day. 
I have a question for you guys. Uh, a couple more topics to get to. So, Alex, I know you're excited about the Olympics. I think the opening ceremonies were happening today. So I'm going to weave Bethany into this by asking, Bethany, do you care about the Olympics? And I'm guessing you do, maybe because of gymnastics. Yeah, I love I love gymnastics. No, I do. I do like the Olympics. I feel like I like Summer Olympics better than I like Winter Olympics. Um, just because it's more like the sports are more interesting to me. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Alex, you're all about this, right? I am. And I'm a bonehead because I was like, so remember I said I was going to visit my friend tonight. And I was like, great, we can like sit on the couch with some wine and watch the opening ceremony. And I get into work this morning late, might I add. And I was like, what is that? And he's like, Jordan said, it's the Olympics. And I said, no, that must be like the last one opening ceremonies tonight. He was Alex there in Tokyo. <gasps> I missed the whole thing. <laughs> like, They'll probably. Like, oh my god, god, it is tonight. I know. They'll probably <laughs> rerun like the highlights of it later on. Yes, yeah, they will. But still, the excitement of like the opening games, and I fucking missed it like a bonehead. I, I, I'm, I'm out on the Olympics. Now, I'll get pulled in when something viral happens, but I've always preferred the Winter Olympics, which is weird because I I hate cold weather. But for me, in this, like the Summer Olympics were really good. Um, uh-huh. We're always winning medals and stuff. Like the U.S. has always been good in the Summer Games. There's a lot of running. There's a lot of swimming. And uh, that's it. As opposed to the Winter Olympics, where you've got four dudes in skin tight attire jumping into a little tiny sled trying to go down ice and then and then you got then you got another you got skin tight person who gets on something that I can only describe as a tray and goes down feet first the luge and then if that's not dangerous enough I think it's called sculling when they go down face first so and the uh like I'm terrified of heights so when they do the the ski jump and yes. the, the Norwegian people are like in places one through ninety nine, it's yeah. Sweden, <laughs> Norway. It's like the Scandinavian all ski jump team. Like I am shitting my pants as they are turning those skis into a V, and they are miles above the earth. And they come down and they uh-huh. have to like squat right, and then they put their hands out. I love the Winter Olympics, and they're clenching their assholes all the way up into their throat. <laughs> Like, it's, I, watching the Olympics as an adult is completely different than when I used to literally sit on the floor in front of the TV and watch it as a kid. I sit there and cringe. And I'm like, even when I watch gymnastics, like, I cringe. Literally, I watch it as if I'm watching a scary movie waiting for that moment to scare the shit out of me because I cannot watch somebody's bones break. And I just know that this is not, this isn't safe. Why do we do this? But it's it's entertaining. Like I enjoy every bit of it. The downhill skiing people into the orange fence. <laughs> like I'm it's like <laughs> downhill skiing, like it's it's beautiful watching them keep keep those curls and get down that mountain which is right. so high. But like it's beautiful to watch, but I'm not gonna lie, I am rooting for the NASCAR race aspect of it. Like crash, crash, <laughs> crash, crash, crash. Oh my god. Um exactly. Th- so when I was when I was a kid, I, I enjoyed the the ice skating. I know that there were. Does the name Dan Jansen ring a bell? No. So I think he was an no. '80s or '90s uh, speed skater. And we we had like in in the Winter Olympics, we were actually very good at speed skating. I think Bonnie something or other was an all time great female speed skater. 
Um, so this guy's name is Dan Jansen, and he always went into the Olympics as a favorite. And then he went into his, and he he would fall, he'd miss by a tenth of a hundredth of a second for meddling. <laughs> and then in his very last race, I think he won like a silver medal. It was a very great moment. So I was into speed skating when I was um, when I was younger. And then I got a little bit older, and then there was like the short track speed skating, like Apollo Anton Ono. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. They can push each other. I am all in on this shit, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, it's it's good stuff. I, I enjoy every bit of the Olympics every year. I, wasn't there a year where the Olympics and the FIFA World Cup was at the same time? Possibly. Was that like 2014? Uh, there was a World Cup in 14, so... And the know, Olympics are on even years every other... You know, I, 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 mm-hmm. but that would have been, it would have been in 16 and then in 12. So I, you know what? And the Olympics oh, was sometimes bound. Like I remember it was, it was really weird in like 94, 96 <laughs> when they moved, they did the game. They used to do the games the same year, winter and summer. And then somebody's like, yo, we can make more money if we spread these out. Um, and then they, they alternated. I also, yeah. I also like, um, cross-country skiing, especially the one with the guns, because um, <laughs> I would just shoot my competitors, and it's like, I win! So, oh my God. I'm a thousand percent in for the Winter Olympics. I see Americans win things running fast year-round, so the Summer Olympics don't do much for me. I enjoy them. I was a swimmer, so I was a competitive swimmer until I was in my late teens, so that was what I enjoyed watching the most. But then my I like diving, and um, I like the running. I like it all. I'm I'm all for it. My favorite aspect is sitting there judging people doing these like <laughs> superhuman things that I have no business judging. <laughs> like like I know nothing about it, but I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. Alex. <laughs> like, I, who, who's who the girl? Was, who's the girl that got who that that smoked weed and got and got banned? Shikari Richardson. Okay. Now that we're past that issue, let me bring up something else about it. And look, white girls do this too, but you can't tell me that those eyelashes and fingernails weren't slowing her down by catching some wind. The eyelashes would were absolutely um, catching wind, but the fingernails not so much. She's like um, Flojo. She was just like Flojo, like flamboyant yeah. and herself and all of that. But what I, what the Olympics, and we don't have to go down this road because we have plenty of time another time, but what they did do, what they banned the um, natural swim caps. Do you heard the drama with swim caps, right? So there's, yeah. there's like swim caps that you wear and then there's swim caps for girls with natural hair and they banned those. And I said, I don't understand why, because they slow you down. Like our hair literally slows us down. So what? Why would you ban it? What's the problem? It's not giving anybody a competitive edge. Are there swimmers of color? Uh, yeah, there yes, is. Dear. There's a. I think her name is no, no, not Simone. Yes, there is a swimmer of color, of color specifically. But like when I used to swim, I could not tell you how many swim caps I ripped because I could not. I had to tug it so hard to get it over my hair that I ripped them every time, every time. So. I mean, it is what it is. Did you shave all of your body hair off like you're supposed to? Yes, I did. Well, I also didn't want to be like, I don't know. It was the 2000s. I didn't want to be seen with body hair. Are you kidding? Well, I I, I mean like all of it. And and that's more common for, for women. But I remember hearing that and I'm like. 
that guy ain't got no pubes so he can go faster? <laughs> oh, my God. I also did not wear, um, I didn't wear the body suits that were like the full suits. So like right. the, with legs or the ones to your knees because I thought I would look like a boy. So I was yeah. still ridiculous. Um, well, go go Team USA. Beat the evil Russians and Chinese and whoever else. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I remember in the early 2000s, I would be like, I, I don't want to beat Russia anymore. Like, I don't hate Russia. I have a lot of friends who are Russian. And from that... But if there was, like, a teen terrorist, I totally would have been against, like, killing them. <laughs> Why? Wow. Why? Because, like, the 2000s was all about terrorism. Like, if Al-Qaeda have a team, fuck yeah, I want them coming in last place. Oh, yeah. Okay, I suppose. Um, Alex, are you going to spend any time over the weekend getting a new phone? I have done the work for you. So my weekend is literally already planned, so probably not. Unless no Wait, Alex. Prob- what? Do you have Verizon? No. Oh. Don't tease her like because, that. No, what? I'm, what I'm saying is Verizon is like giving you like seven hundred dollars. She knows. So I, I like, okay. The trade-ins are huge at Verizon right now. Okay, so I will. So then maybe I can communicate with the person who shared that information with you, Zale. I appreciate it. Can I keep the phone that I have? Right. So the phone that I bought with Sprint, can I keep that phone? Yay or nay? I now have an Apple Watch and I have a tablet all on my Sprint plans. So what do I do about all of my devices? I'll ask. I don't know. But if I were you, I'd I'd walk into a Verizon because they're ready to deal. I don't know if they need phones. I could use some extra money. I could use some extra money because I got to put a deposit down on a wedding dress. So I would appreciate some extra money. But what do I have to spend to then get that money back and then some is the question. You're not going to know until you find out. Give Zale a call. He'll work with you. But Bethany, when I call Alex and she's at home, (laughs) like if it's she could be like doing things to Thomas at the same time, because that's how bad it sounds trying to understand what she's saying. So I Alex. it's a, it, I'll keep the story sweet because I know I can go on and on. But there was a moment. So Bethany, I went wedding dress shopping on Tuesday and I found one and we were back and forth about like, should we wait or, you know, or should we just go with this one? Because it was my first yeah. time looking. And um, so I was just feeling a little uncomfortable about making such a big decision. And my mom calls me and I'm sitting in my apartment in the spot that I always sit in that I now have terrible service in. And uh, she calls me and she's like, you know, I just think you can do better. And I was like, what? Like when I tell you we cried, we all hugged, everybody came out and saw me in this dress. It was a moment. And then my mom calls me and she's like, I just think you can do better. And this sometimes that's on brand for her because my mom is very sassy. And I, t- I say that to her wow. face, right? And I got up and I was like, what did you just say? And she's like, I said, I just don't think you can do better. And I was like, oh, my God. That's that's like that Tom. Alex. <laughs> there was a Tom Brady commercial um, during football season with him and Gronk. And Gronk called him and it's like him prompting him to come out of retirement. But because the phone was breaking up. Gronk was something saying something that sounded like Tampa Bay or, or like you should go out and lay. And Tom, all, all Tom heard was go to Tampa Bay. And that's when he goes to Tampa Bay in the press conference because he couldn't hear what Gronk was. Literally. That's, exact, that's so funny. 
Yeah, that, that I, I can't believe I forgot to tell you that because I was so upset. I like got up from my seat and I'm like, what did you just say? Like, I couldn't believe that she would say that after <laughs> like, we had that audacity. moment. After, right, the audacity after we had had that wonderful moment together. And she's like, Alex, I'm saying I don't think you could do any better. This is the dress for you. And I was like, oh, my God. OK, my damn phone almost made me go off on my mother. <laughs> I'm T-Mobile now it was Sprint and then and my Sprint service was just fine might I add Eric had we ever had issues when I was in my not house not a one not a one and then when I went in and I got my Apple watch they said here hand us your phone and we'll put the sim card in you have to have a sim card now as a T-Mobile customer all Sprint customers their phones are going to start to be interrupted unless you come in and get the sim card so I said okay fine put right. it in the minute I got that sim card my service went to shit went to shit it's yeah. terrible absolutely terrible so um yeah i need to switch over to verizon i've been told i need to do it over and over and over again but i've just never cared about electronics and like i've never had to care this much if that makes any sense so i'm just slow to pull the trigger this isn't electronics this is communication i guess so but i didn't like i also don't talk on the phone i mean besides like one other friend eric is really the only person i talk to on the phone ever <laughs> like you know yeah, well, I yeah, I if, feel that. I, I'll just call you through Facebook if that's what you want to do. Mm -mm. FaceTime me because that uses internet and my internet works just fine. Um, what, one last thing, um, if I could throw by throw by you guys. So, um, uh, Amanda and I are no longer together. Yeah. And what? Yes. Um, Aww. And. Like I tried to, to do some things after a couple of weeks ago where. It was over, and she called a couple of days later, and I don't. There was nothing agreed to or anything like that. Um, but just two weeks went by, and I, I I could not reignite what I was feeling before. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't switch my brain back on like I was back in single mode, and I couldn't switch it back on. Or if I did, I didn't like. It, this is very complicated and hard for me, but I. I can be content knowing this is a me thing. Like I was reading through the text messages that her and I were having back and forth. Um, and I don't think that there's any animosity at all right now, which is, which yeah. is great. And she was very understanding. Yeah, um, I agree. But like, this is a definite problem for me, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't be in relationships because I can't explain what happened to my brain. Um, with all this stuff and maybe I just like dating people and going on dates more than I do uh, a relationship which is bizarre because I really enjoyed all the time that I would spend with her and her son there was never I mean I looked forward to it it was never a, a burden except for if we were having some kind of you know disagreement and I I feel bad because this is me and she made a, a lot of apologies about some of the, the things that we had discussed um so I feel bad. I feel bad that I'm not somebody else. <laughs> and well, I, 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 I could even work on this blind spot of mine. But in a sense, I'm, I don't see the need to because it's very likely I could work on this and go, no, nah, I like it the other way better anyway. So I don't think that like, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. Like I could understand why you could, why you would feel bad, but I don't 
think that you need to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that like the result of what happened is a direct representation of a flaw that you have. And I also think that there could be some ownership. And again, I like, listen, I adore Amanda very much. Like really, I really do like her. But I think that she also had challenges at the time, at the point that she's in, in her life that brought forward some challenges for you two to try to work out. So I don't necessarily think that the onus is only on you and it's a flaw, it's a flaw that you have to accept that you have. Because I also think that like, again, I'm your friend, so take this with a grain of salt and I mean it with love. It's a little dramatic. You don't have, you, it doesn't mean that this is gonna be your story for the rest of your life, It's you know? Hold on. There have been like since we reconnected. There's been mm-hmm. nothing, and she acknowledged all all those sure, things. Sure, and I know that she was going to work on those and keep any kind of explosions away from me. That's why. So like that's great, and that's why I feel bad because I'm I'm not willing to work with someone when there were some weaknesses. But my brain mm-hmm. just hit a spot, and you say I'm not going to be like this forever. I don't know that because I have been like this forever. <laughs> no, not you're not going to be like this forever. It like your your like love life doesn't have to be like this forever. Like no. not your I mean you will be who you are, but that doesn't that's your story for forever if that makes any sense because that would be like when we this is what I tell my girlfriends when they say the same thing. I said making the assumption that you know what is going to happen for the rest of your life is a little sure. like you know what I mean? I, I'm not a super religious, but God laughs at us when he when we do that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's but if, funny. If, if someone were like, "Look, you, you're you're never getting you're never getting like the fantasy person. You're not getting the ten at like all the ten boxes are not getting checked mm-hmm. for the human being you're going to be partnered with." I'm like, "All right, I totally get that." And we'll use we we'll use God. Okay, mm-hmm. God's like, "I'm going to give you eight. Okay, I'm going to give you eight boxes. Most fucking human beings would be like, I'll take it and I'll die with that person. Me, I'm like, eh, Redison, watch Netflix on a Friday night. <laughs> that's bad. Like, that's not bad for me if I'm, like, if I, it doesn't necessarily make me unhappy, but sure. it's now a bigger bat signal than ever of a warning for people that I might meet with in the future. I don't know. Maybe eight other boxes. It, 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 I feel bad because I, I I hurt a good person. I'm throwing something great away. So yeah, I'm, that's why I'm willing to share all this. It's it's me. Don't sure. d- don't date me. Like don't do relationship stuff. Um, although I did very much put a di- disclaimer on, with Amanda, like in January and then in March, I was like, ain't never done stuff like this before. So this is <laughs> uncharted territory. This is this is Columbus before he hit uh, Haiti. Bethany. Bethany? Well, I I think <laughs> the most important part is that you're self-aware enough to yes. know that these things are going on because there are some people that go on and continue to serial date people and, like, make it a habit of, mm-hmm. of doing, you know, Hurting getting people. in relationships and getting out. No, getting in relationships and getting out because they're not aware of what the issue is. And... You know, I I would not say to you, don't ever date again, um, because I don't I don't think that's fair to you, um, and I also don't think that you jump into relationships and are a serial dater. Sure. Which is good because if you know that, you know you you need ten boxes checked, and if those ten boxes checked aren't checked, it's not going to happen. So like, you know, you have to be picky in that sense. 
But like, yeah, I just I think it's important that you even know that that's that's a thing for you. As I've gotten most people don't. As I've gotten older and more, well, I, I think I've always tried to self-actualize. But as I've gotten older, I've really become familiar with my blind spots and weaknesses, uh, attention to detail, patience, mm. um, this relationship okay. stuff. So, th- I mean, that is a good compliment because if if I can't do anything about my weaknesses, at least I know what they are, so I can protect others, my friends, and uh, and and myself. So. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's over. And uh, here's something interesting. Here's another. So you remember the story about my other relationship from 28? Bethany remembers this one, right? <laughs> yeah. So Alex, did I tell you what that person did when I let them into my house to go get to go get their shit? I I remember that. No, you didn't. I mean, I think you mentioned it, but I don't think you mentioned the full story. There were band aids all over my home. Why? <laughs> Because it's worse than death. I'm sorry, it's not funny. Because it's not it's, funny. It's worse than death. It, it, oh, that's right. You don't like Band-Aids. No, oh, like, what? don't like. Like, he has an aversion. Like, I've never known <sighs> someone to have an aversion to something in my life. What an like, asshole. If I was near the train tracks, uh, like, if Bethany, Bethany and I were walking across the train tracks on Holland, Sylvania, and this person ran up to me and said, bro, I'm putting this Band-Aid on you unless you push that girl in front of the train. Bethany would already be down on the tracks before he could finish his sentence. <laughs> Obviously, if that person left Band-Aids all over your home, what that was the right decision for you two to exit. Like, uh, it's uh, just... Well, well, it was very vengeful and immature. I mean, it was kind of funny, sure. but it was... And I heard that person, but guess what? When there's yeah. a breakup, somebody gets hurt. But it was also, yes, a sign of... And Amanda even agreed when we were texting the other day. Um, I, I said she was upset that I muted her after she dumped me midnight on a Friday night. Um, she's like, that, that hurt. I'm like, well, I was not going to... Like, you didn't know that you were muted. And it was just a way for me to create some space. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, that was, that was super immature. And that, that's a deal breaker for me. Um, and she thought I called her immature, and I said, no, 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 I said, what you did was immature and juvenile and irrational and emotional. Um, so, but then she got that, so we're in a good place. But today, I'm looking for glasses, and I have, like, lots of glass cases. Uh-huh. I opened one of them up, and there band-aid? was a fucking Band-Aid in, in that <gasps> glass case. <gasps> no. No, it wasn't an old one. Well, Did you act- that's what, so, Bethany, I have uh, sent a oh. yo to Lindsay, and oh. I need to ask her if she remembers doing that. If not, oh my god, it could have it could have easily oh been Barry, no. maybe Floyd no. did it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, and who the, else would have and, done that? And though? the Holocaust didn't happen. Slavery was right. And, and uh oh, so I I have to find out from Lindsay and hope that she remembers, because if if I find out that Amanda somehow did that, let me tell me like, tell. Wow, I'm echoing back. What's happening? Are you playing a video? No, 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 no. Um, if I find find out that Amanda did that. So 
I have a friend that had a breakup and this was like just recently. So we're like full grown ass adults and their family came to like help them move their stuff out. And so there were some like champagne glasses that were gifted to them and they shattered the glasses and left them in the sink. And then they took a dump in the toilet and left it like a big one. I, I laughed like I'm like and they're like was that wrong and I'm like I don't who gives a shit like just go you know what I mean speaking like of, I speaking of dumps my child took an adult sized poop in the bathtub with me this morning oh good for her in mm-hmm. in the bathtub with in you? the bathtub with, with you me in it oh you were you were like trying to kill time we by were, shower I, <laughs> no like I I I don't I don't like trusting her in the bathtub by herself. I usually just get in with her. Okay. Um, and yeah, at just, just like leaned over and out it came, and I was like, Madigan, I I was so mad, <laughs> so mad. When I'd be over with a man at Amanda's house, and she would give him a bath, so um there would be times and the one time I gave him a bath like she would put him on the toilet with his phone before his bath as the water you know cools down or fills up nothing like the toilet is a seat gets in the bathtub just stands there and pees (laughs) (laughs) yep yep that's so funny I've never experienced that but I've only ever babysat I've given baths before to the kids but only ever like baby well, fat. and I, I wish it was the first time. She, she said that he has <laughs> shit in there too. So Bethany, yep, familiar territory. At Good least stuff. this one was solid. The last time wasn't solid. Oh. But anyways, going back to the. So when was the last time you wore these glasses? So I don't. I have a lot of these cases, and I'm concerned because I've, I've messed with these cases. Like this was three years ago. Three years ago. Right, but if you haven't worn those glasses or opened that case in three years, it very well could have been her. I'm pretty sure I opened that case. Hmm. I, but, but, like, why? I don't, I don't think she Why would, would that, that be a target for anybody? Yeah. That makes I don't know. Sense. Well, Lindsay was intent on putting them everywhere I wouldn't find them. Exactly. Right, the culprit is Lindsay. Think it was her. The culprit is Lindsay. Well, stay tuned. She has messaged me back, and I'll ask her. I'm just worried that she won't remember. So, But when you commit a vile act like that, um, I mean, either you blank out and you're like, I have no idea what happened, or you know exactly what the fuck you did. She was dedicated. That shows dedication. So it's like they were all right. over your house and then in little parts where you wouldn't see them for a while, but you will still see it at some point and just, ah! <laughs> Alex, I, I couldn't sleep. Oh my like, god! It, it was terrorism. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And like, fucking I, I can, <laughs> I, can like, cl- I, I can oh clean up god. glass. I can <laughs> clean up someone's diarrhea. I can even clean up somebody's diarrhea that isn't in a toilet. But when you have hidden things that torment and terrorize me, you're a fucking terrorist. So what would you, you know? do? And what would you do if you were swimming in the pool and oh, floating stop next talking. to you? Stop talking! Stop talking! <laughs> That's a fucking wait, band-aid! Wait. Do, you, do you remember, like, <laughs> a point in your life where something happened yeah. that created this? Yeah! 
share. Exact, Do tell. Exactly what Alex just described <laughs> at summer camp. Because <laughs> that's the most common place you're going to find used band-aids. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Today, today I got blood drawn, and uh, I'm like, no band-aids. And then like tape and gauze, I'm like, go for it, lady. Like that doesn't, it's, people think it's the adhesive. It's, we're going to move, we're going to wrap things up today. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Oh my God. I hope to God it was Lindsay, because if by some chance she says it absolutely wasn't me, then I have to be concerned that there are more of them and... Oh. Maybe I will sell the place. It was not. I'm. It's not. Amanda would not. It's, she wouldn't. No, no. She wouldn't. I got her back on this one. Don't she would you, not. Don't you know what? Like the the phrase, like hell hath no fury, like a scorned woman, like a woman. Absolutely, scorned. absolutely. But she would not. Right, but I, it's not gonna like. Well, did you tell her that that's how Lindsay got revenge on you? Yeah. Well, there's your first mistake. <laughs> You should never again tell another person you date that that's how they got revenge because that just tells them the best way to get revenge on you. This is That's true. Th- don't date somebody who's vengeful, but people are vengeful because they're human beings. This this is why like relationships are are terrible and you need to like you're in love with somebody. But you don't know that that's going to last. You have told them private, intimate things. And then guess what? All of a sudden, they hate you or you hate them. And then there's diarrhea in your toilet. <laughs> and broken glass in your sink. It's not, oh. the, it's not the risk that, like, I've lost love. It's like, what is this crazy-ass motherfucker going to do? I don't think so. Like, if, if it exists that you're not a vengeful person, like, I always say, like, if I'm not a vengeful person, then I know there's other people that are not vengeful people. So, like, Lindsay, yes, probably, because of how that happened three years ago. But um, Amanda, no, definitely not. Because even when you guys would... there are a laundry list of things I could have done in my last relationship that <laughs> ended, and I didn't do any of them. So... I just, I don't think Agreed. So. I, I think it's left over from Lindsay. I, and I, I feel bad that you had to find it, but I'm I simply still laugh te- to this day. I'm simply telling you that all are a suspect at this point. We will conduct a thorough <laughs> investigation. <laughs> and Listen, all you need to do is get cameras in your house and that solves the problem. I know, I know. That is true. One last terrifying home note. So I got no problem with spiders anymore. Like none whatsoever. <sighs> And when they're in the house, fine. Like, unless they're somewhere I... Like, if you want the corner in the kitchen, that's all you, Steve. If you want to hang from, like, the laundry room somewhere, Seth the spider, that's good. Like, you are actually keeping other bugs out. But I woke up on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, and one of those things with lots of legs and is very fast was on the... uh, near the ceiling in the closet. I'm like, God damn it. Those things... They're my burn the house down critter. Yeah, I can't. I can't do those things, man. I've Centipedes? come a long way with spiders. Like there was a spider on the ceiling in my bedroom the other day, and I got up on a chair and I got a shoe, and I thought I hit, but I think it fell and then disappeared. And I was like, I kept my eye out for about twenty minutes, 
and I I scoured all the areas and I was like, you know what? You you made it today, sir. But I suggest you not come out again. I totally because... thought you were gonna say you came a long way because you like got you got it down and helped it outside. Like you still fucking killed it. Like, right. you, no, you... I didn't kill it. Or... And that's, that's the thing. He didn't die, and he's somewhere in my house. And the fact that I was able to sleep that night speaks volumes for how bad. <laughs> because before I would have burned my house down. But he's wo- and I would have had to go sleep in a hotel. He's wounded, and yeah, even worse. I, and I agree with what Alex said as well. But Bethany, what are those things with all the legs? They're not centipedes. They're the spawn of Satan. I don't know what they're called, but if I see one, it must die. I'll kill it if centipedes. it's outside. They're not centipedes. Oh. These, the, they're long and big. I mean, you're, they're, you're, they're like a good three, in, three or four inches long. Oof. And one of those, like, bugs don't really get me. Um, mm-hmm. If they startle me, fine. But the bug itself, I'm good. No, one of those that many legs, it must die. One of those things was in my shower when I lived downtown, and it, it needs. It should be without saying, I was undressed, and I'm like, what do I kill it with? <laughs> There's a little video out on Facebook. His name is Lucas the Spider. He's so cute. It's like a little kid's character, but it's a spider. And like they created him to um, to kind of raise awareness for spiders and to encourage people not to share them. And so there's this little spider with these big eyes. And he's like, I'm Lucas and I have eight legs. And then there's like other videos where Lucas is like knocking on the window and he's like, can I please come inside? It's so cold out here. And so like they're just trying to say spiders come inside because they're cold. They're not rude. They're not mean. <laughs> but I still kill the shit out of spiders anytime I can. <laughs> I saw something, Sorry, Lucas. I saw something last week that was trying to do. This is like a. It was part of Shark Week or something. They're trying to do the same thing with sharks, and untwist the idea that all sharks do is hunt humans, um, <laughs> which is not true. But they, they do bite. I think they they call them, they want to call them shark bites instead of shark attacks. <laughs> which uh, I mean, somebody's still going to be freaked the hell out and. Look, I am all about that. Like, I know that there are a limited amount of these creatures still on the planet, but they have been around on this earth for millennia. And they have always been an apex predator. So while I'm not going to kill them, that doesn't mean I'm not still going to be pants-shitting terrified of a shark. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Listen, all I'm saying is don't get in shark-infested water. I agree. It's their home. You're going in it. No, I get it. I, if you're, if the human is dumb enough to go in the shark, like knock on the shark's door and be like, "What up, homie? Can I come in?" You deserve to be bitten. When I was in, <laughs> when I was in Mexico and I did the wave running, and they're like, "Yeah, you can go out." Like they gave you the 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 width to go, like left to right, like where to stay. They didn't right. say they didn't say you couldn't go to England. Um, and I kept as I was going out there, I'm like. What do you do if you see a shark? I'm like, okay, I realize I have a, a motorized boat that I can get away, but like, what happens if it jumps out of the water? So I just made sure I knew the controls in that thing, so I could get out of dodge if I needed to. If <laughs> Steve the shark pulled on up next to me, <laughs> Steve the shark, go away, Steve. So I mean, he's probably not going to do anything unless he's hungry, but still, just don't don't go over, don't go to his house. I agree. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. We'll text later.
Bye. Okay, goodbye. Bye, Bethany. Bye.